Welcome to the Hackberry House of Chosun. My name is Bob, and I'm reading from a devotional book put out by Voice of the Martyrs. It's called Extreme Devotion. This book catalogs the struggles of God's people over past years. Today, we're going back to Vietnam and a young church planter. Each clickety-clack of the train wheels bounced the Vietnamese Christian woman's frail body painfully on the hard wooden seat, but she was on a mission. She needed spiritual food for the Christians that she led in North Vietnam. Three congregations of people were praying that their leader would be successful and bring back precious copies of the Bible. Her work back home was tiring. She was the only mature Christian in the area, and she had planted the three churches from nothing, winning one soul at a time through her personal witness. She had no car or even a bicycle. She walked or paddled a small wooden boat to her church meetings. She had faced police threats and harassment and her Buddhist parents' dismay because of her faith. Now she rode the train across 800 miles for three consecutive days, hoping to find one believer who could help. Finally, she reached Ho Chi Minh City. There, she met visiting Western Christians who gave her Bibles for the Christians in the North. They also gave her a bicycle to help her minister to the three congregations. Before leaving, they prayed together, asking God's blessing on her travel and her ministry. How old are you? One of them asked, just as she was about to leave. The woman smoothed strands of black hair away from her face and whispered, I'm 22. 1 Timothy 4.15 says, Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Child prodigies have special abilities beyond their years. We may know of someone who finished college at age 15 or wrote a symphony before age 12 or who excelled at a sport by age 16. Often our response is jealousy. We wish we could do something great in our youth and gain recognition for it, too. The Vietnamese Christian woman did just that, but she probably didn't have any special abilities above those of her peers. She did, however, have a desire to follow Jesus and to bring him to the people of her country. Christ calls you to be diligent for him as well. Sharing God's love is simple enough that it requires no special abilities, just your availability. Now, if you're interested in owning a copy of Extreme Devotion, the book that I was just reading from, it's not free, but do uh, email people at Voice of the Martyrs. It's thevoice at vom.org, thevoice at vom.org. Also today, reading from the magazine that VOM puts out, it's still the December issue, 2023, And I'm reading the last story there in the magazine this month. It's called A Pastor to the Persecuted, a Nigerian pastor's passion to help displaced Christians draws him to a region traumatized by recurring Islamist attacks. In northeastern Nigeria, where Pastor Ishaku Manawa serves, death is never far away. There are many people I know that Boko Haram has killed or kidnapped, he said. 
I cannot count the number of people I know that Boko Haram has killed. In 2014, the Islamic extremist group took control of parts of Nigeria, including the two largest cities in Aramawa State, where Ishaku works. Boko Haram militants have killed thousands of people and displaced millions of others in the region. The pastor said that in just one congregation, 37 members have been killed in Islamist attacks. Today, the notorious extremist group operates mostly in remote, undeveloped areas. But its members continue to launch murderous attacks, and the region remains especially perilous for pastors like Ishaku. I cannot say that there is one thing I am most afraid of, he said. I know that even if they kill me, I will inherit the kingdom. Although Ishaku has moved his family to an area where attacks are less frequent, he continues to minister to people fleeing Boko Haram attacks and often travels into potentially dangerous areas. My prayer is that if God still has work for me to do, he should keep me alive and do it, he said. God has always protected me from them, though I see people connected to Boko Haram every day. Ishaku has buried many Christians who were killed by Boko Haram, including two fathers and a pastor. One of the men had pursued the extremists after learning that his daughter had been kidnapped. He chose to go after them, Ishaku said, but the terrorists laid ambush. They shot him and murdered him. The other father who was killed, a man named Ishaya, was kidnapped along with his young daughter. The Islamists ordered him to deny Christ, and when he refused, they killed him and then released his daughter. The pastor they killed, known affectionately as Baba John, served in Borno State. They attacked his community about four times and tried killing him, Ishaku said, but they failed. The extremists weren't through trying, however. One day they came and told him that if he agreed to convert to Islam, they would spare his life. He said he would rather die. He would be happier if they killed him for the sake of Christ. If his wife was, was there with him, they forced her to be a witness as they slaughtered him. Ishaku said that Boko Haram acts out of a sense of jihad, struggle, or holy war, against the enemies of Islam. And many Islamists believe anyone who is not a Muslim should be killed. For some jihadists, killing followers of Christ isn't enough. They routinely mock the Christians that they don't kill. The terrorists say things like, Why are you running? Didn't your Bible say you'll be killed for the sake of Christ? Ishaku said. They say these things, and we hear them all the time. Despite continual threats and the all-too-common killings, Ishaku carries on. He's committed to planting churches in this region because he sees God at work. He knows that fellowship among believers encourages those suffering from the ongoing attacks. One way he encourages struggling congregations is by providing practical help. We raised some money and built a shed for the people to have a place of worship, he said. Those fleeing Boko Haram's violent attacks often have nothing more than the clothes on their backs. The people have been traumatized, Ishaku said, and so they have many problems. While I am solving one issue, another arises. 
The people need trauma healing. I do not have time to rest because there are so many problems to solve. The people do not have food to eat. Ishaku's passion is to go where people are persecuted, even though he knows his life is in danger. I enjoy working in areas of persecution, he said. I enjoy working with people who are suffering for the sake of Christ. I am not happy if I am enjoying my life and they are suffering. Grateful for the work that God has given him of caring for those who have been driven from their homes, Ishaku asks for prayer, especially for other pastors serving in the region. Pray that God will use persecution as a reason for us to do his work much more than before, he said. Pray that God will protect us. His church is caring for 200 pastors who are struggling to recover from trauma caused by severe persecution. We pastors need prayers, Ishaku said. May God remove hatred for Muslims from the hearts of pastors because you cannot pray for someone you hate. The extremists are are people like us, and God can use anyone. Pastor Ishaku's wife supports his work to serve those who have suffered at the hands of Islamists, even though he spends weeks at a time in the bush. She tells him to go, and she and other members of the family pray for him while he is away. Ishaku doesn't own a motorcycle, and taxi cycles won't go where he wants to travel, and so he walks. What excites me is going into interior communities to preach the word of God, areas where Christians are not many, he said. Whenever I must walk many kilometers into the bush uh, to where I can find people with whom I can share the gospel, I am happy. (laughs) Wow, what a story. What a man. Pray for this man and, and those like him in Nigeria, will you? Well, if you'd like to be put on the mailing list of Voice of the Martyrs and receive, again, free your own copy of the VOM newsletter magazine, just contact them at vom.org. This is the Hackberry House of Chosun. Lord willing, we will talk soon. Bye-bye.